0: Hello everybody and welcome to This Xbox Live, episode 275, Gaming Resolutions. I am your host, Mark, aka Wingman709, and as you can probably hear my annoying dog in the background, I apologize for that. I I plan to shoot him and bury him in the desert here in the next couple of hours. (laughs) Uh, With me as always is my good buddy, Rob. How you doing, Rob?
1: Hey, what's up, man? Actually, for a second there, I thought as soon as you said my annoying... <laughs> I thought you were going to say co-host or something, but you
0: didn't. <laughs> no. No, my stupid dog started barking just as I played the intro, and I don't know if you can hear him. He's still going. Hopefully, you won't hear him, but...
1: Yeah, he's still going.
0: So, stupid dog. So Don't you have
1: one of those, like, on-the-air lights outside your room that he should respect?
0: <laughs> I need to get one. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't look Or something. Me. He yeah. me. So, he's a dumb dog. Yeah. But, yeah. anyways, anywho, anyhow, um, welcome to the show, guys. This is episode 275, my goodness. 275. Um, yes, it is. You can check out our website at thisxboxlife.com. And Rob, I believe you do have some news about our website.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the other day we did some uh, pretty extensive updates to the site and it is now, yes, we did. I know, right? (laughs) And uh, uh, the website is now fully responsive and what that means for everybody basically is that uh, it'll look good on mobile devices no matter what it is. Tablet, a phone, it'll resize itself. It'll be a very long up and down website, but it'll be nice and readable. So. Uh, it will enhance your this Xbox life experience even more. This is another thing that we do for you, our community of listeners.
0: <laughs> We're always working hard, so, aren't we?
1: So enjoy.
0: Enjoy. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: So cool. Um, and as always, um, we often are asked, "How can I support you guys?" You can support us by shopping at Amazon, isn't that right, Rob?
1: That's right, my friend so uh you know any Amazon purchases that you make uh you know please uh go ahead and uh, click on our link off of our website, our new fully responsive website, or you can just bookmark uh the slash Amazon and it'll just take you straight there so it'll help support the show help pay for our server costs and uh, uh we're gonna be doing some prizes and stuff like that in the near future right uh getting there we're getting there we're
0: getting there. Yep. We definitely are, so um, I'm looking forward to handing some of this cool stuff out, man.
1: Yeah, that's that's so much fun, you know.
0: <laughs> so, Believe it or not. It is. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so let's jump into what we've been playing, and Rob, let's start with you this week.
1: Sure, absolutely. So, uh, first thing... That I've been playing, uh, something that I've been playing for a couple weeks now is Max Curse of the Brotherhood. I finally went through and I finished it. I got all those amulets, amulet pieces, and all of the eyeballs. So, got that squared away. And then I was looking through. So, once you finish all that, it gives you 750 uh, gamer score. And I was looking through the achievements for the rest of it to get the other 250. And there weren't too many, they were all like 50 point, at least the majority of them were 50 point achievements. But they were ones where <laughs> I, I was looking. I'm like, no, I think I'll pass. Where you just have to, like you were saying, Mark, uh, a couple shows ago, where they're basically just got to go through this entire level without dying, and then they're not exactly the easiest levels, like the uh, the lava one, I think, yeah. or the fire, whatever they called it. Okay. Uh, the those are the levels. Where you're
0: sliding. The sliding escape is another one
1: which oh with a really long one the one where what, you got to go long? down
0: that like that log and then it falls yeah. out and you got to kind of slow mos and you got to draw the the vine just right and yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's a long one i'm not bothering with that
1: <laughs> yeah one little tipper for those of you that maybe are in the middle of playing that when you get to those uh there's some vines that you're better off drawing close, and other ones you're better off drawing further away, so they swing into you. So just keep that in mind, because uh, sometimes I was really struggling with the vines, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, if I do it away from me, it'll swing into me, which will be perfect. You know, it won't go too quickly uh, versus it's right there in front of you, and then it kind of just swings away. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> you're going to the right. The vines going to the right, and then you go down.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the timing on there is, uh, can be a little frustrating sometimes. Oh yeah,
1: but it's a good frustrating. Lots of fun. Fantastic yeah. game. Fantastic game. Uh, I would, I'd probably say so far this is one of my f- most favorite games so far in the Xbox One. I'm not saying that the other games aren't awesome or aren't good or I'm not saying that they're bad it's just that this one was a heck of a lot of fun for me it was so different and that was just wonderful then I went a little old school and I went back to the 360 and I played shoot many robots which was that the last one was that the end of December game yes No, I hadn't played this one before. And I started this up, and I immediately thought, oh, these graphics are kind of like Borderlands. This is pretty cool. Because they had these little cube robots, which reminded me of Claptraps. And then the gameplay started. About five minutes later, I exited out of the game, and I said, this is crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I am not a fan and I've I've been kind of in a I won't say gaming rut where I've been very down on a lot of games sort of like you know I don't like them or they're boring or something like that but I really did not care for shoot many robots I'll probably give it another chance another day uh, just to see if I made a a fair assumption my my first go through but not a big fan of that Uh, after that uh, abysmal fail for me I went and I played sleeping dogs Uh, that is cool I like that game it's a lot of fun Man, there's a lot of dudes that try to beat up on uh, Wei, Wei Chen, I think is his name.
0: Yeah, that, that's a really good game. If, I've yeah. played it, and I'm uh, considering buying some of the DLC, because I went ahead and downloaded this. I beat there's the a game, lot of it. But, um, yeah, there's DLC, and it was all on sale recently, or I yep. think it is right now. It's all like 50% off or something. So That's real really cheap. Really cheap. I'm probably going to end up picking it up, but that's a super fun open-world game. The combat in that was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and there's a lot of it. Yep. To the point of where I was literally going through, you know, fighting. I don't know seven, eight guys at once, and your fingers are hurting. At least mine, because <laughs> I'm just mashing the buttons, doing my, you know, uh Y's to and the X's, X X X hold X, all those little combos. And then you get past that, and boom, you're in another fight with another half-dozen guys. <laughs> those those people just do not get along. But it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really enjoying the game and the story, and I'm really pleased with this one, uh, especially after the, uh, the other game. <laughs> then I played a little bit of Peggle 2 and uh, Halo Spartan Assault. Yeah, there, yeah, not much to say about those. So that's about it for me. How about you, Mark?
0: Awesome. Um, I played some more XCOM The Enemy Within on my 360. Awesome. Uh, having a great time with that. It's, uh, it's great fun. It's a long game, too, just like the original was. Um, so I'm having fun with that. There's a lot of new stuff, a lot of new features, a lot of new things you can do with your your uh, soldiers and stuff, and it's really neat upgrade. Um, I also played a little game that, uh, Rob, you talked about before, That's it's The Wolf Among Us. And yes. I finally, I finally gave it a shot. And Excellent. I, I, I played through. And when I was first playing it, when I first started playing it, I was like, okay, it's kind of interesting. I know exactly what you weird. mean. It was kind of weird. It was kind of like, you know, at first I didn't realize what this was. When I first started playing, I had no clue of like what this was about. Um, And then yeah, I it's realized. It's based off of a comic that, book it's based off a lot of fairy tales. It's like True. everything's a it's, fairy tale.
1: They're all fairy tale characters. Right. Brought which into was, the real world. Weird.
0: And I didn't know that. I had no clue. So, okay. I, I, I was like, you know, when he was talking, when, there was something about like, Little Red Riding Hood and he's the wolf and I was like, huh? You know, I'm like, it was just, I was like, <laughs> what? Why? Because it, it, it first clicked when I saw Ichabod Crane. That was the okay, first yeah. time I was like, "Well, that's kind of strange," and then that I realized the girl's name was her last name was White, and I'm like, "Snow White." Is that Snow White? <laughs> and then it turned out it was, and and then I'm like, and you know, because like when you first start off, you really don't know what's going on. I mean, it's just this interesting game, and you're fighting this really tough dude, and uh, yeah, because you're a
1: sheriff of sorts, You're your police sheriff Type of character, and you really, like you said, have no idea what's going on. Everybody seems to not like you. (laughs) Yeah,
0: everybody hates you. So, but so as I'm playing through it, I'm like, okay, it's all right. But by time I got to the end of it, and when it ended, I'll say this: I was really ticked off. Yes, I was mad. I was like, oh, yeah. "What? No!" I was like, "No, you're no!" I couldn't believe what happened, and then it was like that was the end. And I was like, "So I exited out and went and bought the season pass." Yes, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, come on, you got to give me episode 2 um, I know, right? Very interesting game. Um, I did like it. I, I really did enjoy it, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, the next one, but again, it was like with the whole character thing. Like the first person you talk to, outside of well, yeah, the very first person you talk to is this frog, this toad. It's
1: oh like, yeah, tall mm-hmm.
0: toad. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Why is he talking to a toad? You know. And then I went back later and realized that, that was wasn't he probably... in a wife
1: beater or something? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I realized later on that he was probably the toad from Mr. Toad's Wild Ride you know that I think yeah. that's who he is. So it, it was interesting, you know, the whole all that fairy tale stuff I I was it's just like I don't get what this all is, but it, the story is really cool. Um and I have no idea what's going on, but um very good game. So if you do like the Telltale Walking Dead game, if you do enjoy that and you want another now people have said, "Rob, you said the same thing." And I've seen other people in the community say, "Oh, it's very different from The Walking Dead." I it don't is. think it is very different. There there is different control stuff, you know? There there's things the way you control and move your character, but it's still essentially a almost like you're playing a comic book just like The Walking Dead series. You mm, know, and it's okay. telling a story and you're more watching it, you're more watching than playing. There's you know, you can still investigate and look at things, just like in, you know, when you're walking around and you highlight an object, you can look at it or pick it up, just like in The Walking Dead. So I think it's, I think it's still a lot like it. It's just a different story. It's, it's still told in the same gameplay, if uh, you know, if you it, will. And I see what you're saying, right? And I think your choices will, will play, will move forward. The, yes. You know, so I think it is a lot like The Walking Dead. So if you've enjoyed The Walking Dead games by Telltale, I think you're gonna like this too. It it was a lot of fun. It didn't catch me as quickly as Walking Dead did, but by the end of it, and it was rather short, but by the end of it, I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta know, I gotta keep playing. You know, I had, I gotta figure this one out, and I was shocked when I saw how it ended, because I it was yes. it was really neat because when you when you get to that very end part and i don't want to say anything but your character is walking up to to something okay and you know something's happened and and, and it's like everything the way everything's going around i, I was like okay are they after is something you know i don't all these things went through my mind i i i'm trying not to say to give anything <laughs> away so many things right. went through my mind i really didn't know what was going on I didn't know what to expect, and what I saw was not what I was expecting at all. Um, I actually was expecting something else, and um, wow, I, I was just, I was mad. I was actually kind of angry at what what I yeah, saw. No, I right. <laughs> um, didn't make me happy, and I want to keep playing the game. So, really well done. I'm, you know, I gotta say, I think I'm becoming a big time fan of Telltale. It, this, same era. these games are out of my norm this is not something oh, I would for normally sure. play for sure. and I have absolutely loved this gameplay and the storytelling
1: because so. what these do is they tell a story that you're a part of and when I say you're a part of it that's you're very much like loosely a part of uh, you make some minor decisions but I think the end outcome is the same but you get wrapped up in that in, in these stories you I don't say you start to care about the people but it, it's almost like you know these people it's it just you build some kind of emotional connection to them and they pl- I they really play on that as soon as you build that like with the wolf among us as soon as they as soon as you build that emotional connection with somebody they just tear it right apart yep <laughs> there's a there's a couple, there's actually two instances where I got so mad, like one was right in the beginning, because there was the Woodsman mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about and then what happens shortly thereafter I was so upset <laughs> over that, and then the uh, well, I don't want to give anything away yeah, about the last we, part we but might have to chat the online. last part too, <laughs> yeah but fantastic fantastic game, the the quick synopsis of the premise of this is it's based on a comic book, I think called fables where there's all of these storybook characters, very similar to that TV show. um, uh, Once upon a time. I don't know if you've ever seen that. That's actually a pretty good show. Uh, You might want to check it out if you've got Netflix or something, but you have all of these storybook characters that come into the real world and they're living in a small area of New York and they use this stuff oh I forgot what it's called what do they call that stuff that makes them look human do you remember
0: oh it's called um,
1: not disguise
0: gleam or uh, glamour?
1: glamour yeah glamour yeah I think that's right so they basically have to buy this stuff called glamour which now converts them into people and granted, this is only for the people that aren't human, like the frog, etc. So, uh, if they don't use this uh, glamour stuff, then they have their normal form, and it's basically they're coexisting with everybody and basically hiding, hiding amongst in in the middle of everybody. Right. And it's not kind. I think the the show the description that I gave to the game when I first played it was this game is not kind. It's not. It, it is it not it is i
0: mean dude the first couple of minutes soon as i started it i was like uh oh my goodness um my kids were up and i had to like <laughs> mute and go close my door you know um, yeah oh yeah i'm like okay we got to play this later so
1: yeah um, yeah there's a little, little bit of foul. language a yeah, a bit a of, lot. yeah a little <laughs> bit of foul language and so the Again, the premise is the storybook characters have come into the real world, and then the big bad wolf. He's the main character. What Bigsby? Bigsby. Yeah. Bigsby. Bigsby's his name, and he's the big bad wolf, and everybody hates him for everything that he's done, like with Little Red Riding Hood and and all that. Pigs. Yeah, Three Little Pigs.
0: He, he talks to the pig that's in his house. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it still, I still, wasn't when he was talking to that pig. I still was like. What is he? What, I'm, I'm still like what, okay. I'm talking to a frog. I'm talking to a pig. Yeah. The pig's talking about him blowing his house down or something. Like, I'm like why? You know. Then it's like that's like and they're bitter. They were starting <laughs> to get this like connection to the to the fairy tales and, but they were all lot not fairy tale characters because they're all dropping the f bomb and everything else. You know. Oh yeah. I'm like wow. <laughs>
1: like one of the three little pigs. What he wants to smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey. Yes. And he, and he crashes on uh, the Wolf's couch. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's, it's a great game. So check it out. Um, you will not be uh, disappointed. And I don't know if it's still free. The first episode was free. Um, I know during that sale it might still be free. So if you haven't gotten it, go check it out quickly to see if it's still available. Um, and then it's like 15 Fifteen dollars for the season pass for all the rest of the episodes, so well worth it. Great story. Okay, so moving on. I did play Shoot Many Robots. I kind of had the same impression as you did. Played some more Halo, Spartan Assault, and I played some Dead Rising Three. Love that game. I was able to, with the help of Democulus, uh, he helped me complete all the um, there are these challenges where the these like this green. I forgot what they're called, but there's some kind of challenges. You'll walk up to this green glowing orb and it says, oh, take out so many, you know, using only flame weapons, kill so many zombies in a set amount of time to get the gold. And there's three achievements for bronze, silver, and gold, and doing 25, and there's like 25 challenges. So I had a few left to do and he helped me knock them all out today. It's definitely easier to do if you got a co-op partner. Um, so I got all those. I'm down to two achievements in that game. One's building every combo weapon, and one's doing all the PP challenges, um, which are going to be very time-consuming, so I'm going to work at it, but here's something cool. I'm going to show you guys. i uh, play a little video of this, but um, I was able to get a little bonus today. There was a challenge... Uh, on this game, and it started I think on Christmas Day, or maybe the day after Christmas, where if you, uh, within a set amount of time, and it's still running right now, and because I, I completed it today, but to blow up or explode a thousand zombies, well I guess I got it today while I was playing, and because um, okay. I, I didn't even notice it till just before we were about to record, and it said there was, um, that there was an award, and it said a hat a New Year's hat. So I went and loaded up the game, and here I went to my closet, and I'm going well, of course, I guess let me start the video. And sure enough, as you can see, that um, I got a hat. I, I i walked in, and there was this New Year's hat, so it just says Happy New Year, but I thought it was kind of cool. I got an in-game clothing item just for doing a challenge. So I think the challenges, uh, they don't have s- achievements tied to them. They still fall in the achievement system, but I think it's cool if these developers will give you an in-game item like this. I do like that. Also, if you notice this video, it looks like I'm looking at an arcade cabinet. I up, When I went and ran Upload Studio today, I noticed a whole bunch of new... Um, what do they call them? Filters? No, I can't remember what they're called. Um, but, skins? You know, or... Skins, thank you. Yes, skins. They got a whole bunch of new skins, and this was called Arcade, so the one you're looking at is from Upload Studio. There's a bunch of new ones that were added. I don't know when they appeared, but uh, I thought that was kind of cool. So... But uh, anyways, I just wanted to show off my my hat, my Happy New Year's hat. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year! Uh, so, but uh, and a Happy New Year to the TXL community. That's
1: right, that's right. So,
0: but all right, well let's jump into it. We got a couple of stories this week. It should be a shorter show, which uh, there's just not a lot of news at the top of the year, um, uh, basically. And we got a lot of gaming resolutions from our community that we're going to run through later on. And uh, so let's just jump right into our news, Rob.
1: That's right. Okay, so the first thing that we've got is uh, Major Nelson was interviewed by... um,
0: Oh, look at you, changed my script.
1: I know, I I snuck this one in real quick.
0: This one's already in our list. It
1: is? (laughs) I didn't see it. Okay, then I'll I'll skip it for now. Okay, so... The uh, first series of games uh, that are going to be part of the Games with Gold uh, uh, promotion. Uh, I don't know if I should call it a promotion, because it's now a feature, right? Or of sorts. Because they're going to be doing Games with Gold uh, moving forward.
0: Uh, it sounds like it originally was going to go to the end of last year, and now they're That's saying... That's right. ...we're just going to do it for... And I think they have to, because PSN's doing it.
1: Yeah, so um, let's say the, the Games with Gold program... So, uh, the first part of January, we have Sleeping Dogs, which we talked about a little bit ago. Fantastic game. Definitely get this. Uh, Highly recommended from uh, both Mark and myself. And then for the second half of January, starting, I believe, the 16th, is going to be Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light. Now, this is not Tomb Raider uh, that came out last year. This is the game that came out for the Summer of Arcade. Was it? This year or last year? Anyway, within the last year, year and a half, it came out, I remember. So uh, uh, definitely check out those titles. Uh, definitely get Sleeping Dogs if you haven't gotten it yet. And uh, definitely uh, enjoy it.
0: Yeah, Sleeping Dogs, it takes a little over six gig, too. So Yeah,
1: it is a big download.
0: I was down to, like, one gig of space, so I had to go and... I blew away all my Battlefield 3 stuff, because <laughs> I'm like, I don't play that game. <laughs> and I almost had 20 gig on there where the downloaded stuff, so...
1: Yeah, when I went to queue it up, I was looking at the size and thinking, mm, do I have that much free? And I started and it didn't complain, so...
0: Whew. Yeah, mine quit right away. That's it said right. not enough space, so I went ah. some space. Yeah, I had one gig. I was like, ouch. <laughs> so, but, uh, all right, cool. I definitely want to get that Laura Croft game um, at the... Uh, I definitely want to check that out, so... Okay. So I'm looking forward to the middle of the month to get that one. And Sleeping Dogs, absolutely worth a free game, man. That is yeah, fantastic. And,
1: and, and I think in, what, two and a half weeks, we have the, uh, the release of Tomb Raider for the Xbox One as well. So I think that's coming out on 22nd or something. Yep. Definitely looking forward to that one as well. Yeah, 21st or 22nd you probably. You know what?
0: I, I, I got to ask because I got to ask you question. Okay. I was out this weekend, I went, you remember both, yeah. him and I went to the Xbox One event. Well, him and I went out to the range on Saturday morning, and, yeah. and did Call of Duty for real. <laughs> yep. So, in fact, he said, by the time we left, he goes, this has got me in the mind, uh, I gotta go play some Call of Duty now. <laughs> oh, uh nice. you get out there shooting the real guns, it's like, yeah, I wanna go play Call of Duty. But, um, he had, we were talking, uh, games, and yeah. he had mentioned that, and he's like, are you really gonna, you know, buy that again? because it's the same game. You know, and I got to thinking about it. I'm like, do I really want to pay $60 for another copy of a game I already have just to play it on my Xbox One and get more achievements? Because I don't really care about achievements. It's going to look better. But if I really want to play it, I could just play it on 360 over again. Yep. And not spend the 60 bucks. So, you know, he really made a good point. And I was like, I was excited to play it on the one, but then again i'm like i could just replay it i don't think it's going to be that big of a you know it looks so good on the 360 anyways do i really care if the trees are moving
1: <laughs> we yes, the fish you do. get
0: out of my way or absolutely <laughs> so i think i might pass i, I might got... rent it i will probably put it on to rent but i won't i don't think i'll buy it so i might play it again that way but i'm not going to plunk the money down right so, because because all the stuff that extra that it comes with is all DLC stuff that, all the DLCs all multiplayer, and I didn't like the multiplayer. Okay. So I don't really care about it. So I was just curious about you. Are you still planning to buy it? Absolutely. And you did you buy it on 360? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to have two copies. Yep. Okay. We'll see what I do. It comes out on January 28th. <laughs> So, I do love it. I do love it's, the game. It's a fantastic game.
1: <laughs> it, it is. You for know, for I mean, what it is, if if I think if you enjoy that game that much, like I do for example, it's worth it because there's uh a lot more expensive ways to have less fun.
0: <laughs> I might I might have to just for the fact to to give to support the developer and hope they make another one, but and it is the only game I would look to buy until March 11th. I don't. There, there's nothing coming out for me to buy until March 11th, except yeah. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, which I hope is not a $60 game. Yeah. So, so, maybe maybe I will. Maybe I'll look at it that way.
1: You know what? Yeah. It'll be an impulse buy at some point. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Which is the danger of going all digital, or at least having everything available. It was one thing on the 360 where. You had a a lot of titles available to you that were, you know, on demand, but you didn't have everything. So here, if if you've got that itch to play something new at 3 in the morning, 2 in the morning, whenever it is, you know, Sunday night when all the stores are closed, you can get it. Yeah. You can get it with a click of a button. It's dangerous stuff. Exciting times, my friend.
0: It is. All right, so let's okay. Let, let's move on to our next one, and hey, this one is a bit of a mystery because originally um, there was a, a story that had come out that Microsoft has filed a trademark for a new game called Throne Together, and IGN stated just just like a week ago uh, it was. Well, probably, I think it was Monday, maybe. They said, unfortunately, the trademark application was filed on December 19th, but only appeared in the U.S. Patent Office uh, on the night of the 29th of December. Doesn't give any details about it. They don't know if it's, you know, they were kind of wondering if it's a, an Xbox One game, maybe some of the new IPs Microsoft promised, you know, and they said uh, keep it, you know, to them for more info. However, what I as I was looking for an image on on this today, I came across another story that says that they had just released, Microsoft has just released the game on Windows 8.1, and it's available for desktop computers and tablets running the new OS, and it's called Thrown Together. The game requires players to build castles out of blocks that could withstand a number of challenges, all through a total of 65 different levels. Uh, Hmm so what I you know initially I had a story in here thinking hey we may have a new xbox game coming looks like it's now a windows 8.1 game but that being said doesn't mean we won't see this on xbox one right um because you know essentially this xbox one has a lot in common with windows 8 so uh I I wouldn't be surprised to see this get ported over or you know being uh appearing on our on the store eventually so but supposedly this is already out. So they just yeah, it looks
1: this. like it's available for Windows 8.1.
0: Yeah, on as of January, as of yesterday, January fourth, this was available. So, so if you're looking for, if you have a you know a Surface tablet uh, or Windows 8.1 on your desktop and want to check out a new game, there you go. Thrown together.
1: Yeah, I don't see it. Oh well, I just did a search in the store real quick. I don't see it. Uh, well, they said it was. So, the
0: article said it was available as of January fourth. Yeah, that was yesterday. So yeah, I don't know. That that could be wrong. So it was weird. It was just like, why am I seeing one not know? You know IGN not knowing anything about it, and this other no name site says it's available on now. You know, so it just it was kind of weird. So if if this does come to Xbox, or we get more information about it, we'll be sure to let you know
1: yes all right let me get back to my out of this microsoft store business <laughs> and get back to the real deal here all right moving on uh... titanfall very 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 highly anticipated release for a lot of xbox one owners uh... uh the developer uh... confirmed that uh... the game will have snipers but the snipers won't work Kind of like how they've worked in a lot of the other uh, shooters out there, and that uh, particularly uh, I, I can't talk right now. I'm sorry. Let me start over. So We're without uh, speech <laughs> i am I am without speech. I am not believing. So sniping is in the game, but it's going to be different than uh, traditional shooters up until this point. Uh, and in particular, they're talking about uh, quick scoping and no-scoping. Basically, they will be ineffective yeah. in Woo-hoo. Titanfall. So, if you're uh, I guess uh, for lack of better words an abuser of the system <laughs> and you like quick-scoping and no-scoping, etc. Then, uh, boohoo for you. Um, uh, basically, uh, uh, a story that they published on Joystick says uh, how Titanfall's developers plan to counter these tactics is unknown it could be simply that uh, players move too fast for quick scoping and no scoping to work properly or Respawn may have increased the amount of time necessary to aim and then fire Uh, basically they haven't heard anything back from uh, Respawn in regards to this but this is probably welcome news to a lot of people except for those that Rely on this to actually uh, be good at a game.
0: I find it welcoming.
1: Yes. Very much so. All right. Back to you, my friend.
0: All right. Well, a nonprofit group has created a Tomb Raider fan film. Oh, yeah. I posted this out on our Facebook group sometime this past week. Did, Rob, did you get a chance to see that film?
1: I did not know.
0: I, I would check it out. I, I thought it was really cool. And um, it didn't quite. It, in my opinion, either I missed something at the beginning, or it had a <coughs> twist at the end. Um, but I figured it out. Um, but I was. It, it wasn't exactly what I was thinking when it was playing through. But it was pretty neat. I, I thought it was very well done. Um, and check it out. It's. Uh, you can find it. Um, well, I think I. Let me double check. But I believe that I. I favorited it on our YouTube page. So if you go to um, youtube.com yep. forward slash this xbox life, it is on one of our, um, I think it's right on our main page, it's on the liked videos, it's actually the very first one. Under our liked videos, it says Croft Fan Film. So check it out, it's like 20 minutes long, uh, very well done, really neat, um, I, and I thought it was pretty cool, I, you know, especially for a fan film, so... Uh, mm-hmm. check it out. I just you know, that's about it. That's uh and uh, you know, one thing I think it's cool about these fan films is I'm hoping that if the pop that people see the popularity of these types of things that we might get good quality theatrical versions of stuff. Like the Halo the Halo movie, the The one that they did, although it was it five or six episodes that they did? I mean, I ended up buying that on on Blu-ray, you know. Um, It's fantastic, and I've watched it a couple times. I think it's a fantastic movie, and I would love to see that storyline taken forward, um, even with those characters, you know, the same people. And they're they're like no-name people, but they still did a fantastic job. Um, You know, there are great actors and actresses out there, um, and I'd like to see that's what I think what we need for these types of stories you know not doesn't have to be someone that oh they played in everything else you can get someone that's new or not so well known and put them into a, a starring role like that if, if they're they're right for it so you know so definitely watch it and uh, you know let us know what you think of it I think you guys will all enjoy it so back to you Rob
1: alright alright Uh, this uh, next story is actually really cool it brought back a lot of memories when I first saw this the Internet Archive uh, has launched uh, something called the Console Living Room this is an initiative that they use to kind of bring back some of the old classic arcade systems and kind of preserve the experience of of playing them uh, to a point where They're basically going to allow these games to be played in a browser and the console living room uses an emulator that runs in the browser to reproduce games for the classic systems like the Atari 2600, the Atari 7800, the Odyssey 2, which uh, was my favorite system back in the day, probably because I had it. (laughs) It was the one that was attached to my TV, so it was my favorite. Uh, the ColecoVision, which is phenomenal, well, was phenomenal at the time, and the Bally Astrocade. Did, did you have any of these, Mark? I
0: had a 2600.
1: None of the others? No?
0: Um, not that I recall.
1: Nope.
0: Okay. <laughs> I missed part of your list, I know. I, <laughs> yeah, 2600,
1: 7800, the Magnavox Odyssey 2, the ColecoVision, and the Bally Astrocade.
0: No, it's just a twenty-six hundred out of those. Yeah. No, I noticed our the visuals. The I had not when I was doing my Laura Croft story. I didn't click. We were still on the Titanfall image, so I was like, "Oops!" I was paying attention to what I was doing wrong and not listening to you. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, no worries. No worries. So uh, some of the classic games that they've brought back are uh, for the twenty-six hundred. There's Yars' Revenge. Uh. I remember that game. Man, that was advertised like crazy.
0: I played a ton of that game, dude.
1: Oh yeah. Then there was Hero. Actually it's H dot E dot R dot O dot and I have no idea what it stands for anymore. But I remember there was some dude flying through these like caves or stuff with some kind of like helicopter jumpsuit or backpack. Fantastic game. River Raid. You gotta know River Raid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. ColecoVision. I uh, had some games like BC's Quest for Tires. That's the uh, BC comic strip dude. I remember he was going around on his rock unicycle and jumping. Uh, that's kind of all I remember b- about it. Uh, Burger Time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Odyssey Two had Casey Munchkin, which was their rip off of blatant, no doubt about it, rip off of Pac Man, and they beat Atari to it. They were like the first. Pac-Man rip-off uh, to hit the home market and they sold so much. This game was like so impossible to find and I remember I was just like begging my parents to get it and <laughs> we waited in this huge line to get it. I mean, that was back when Pac-Man Fever. Remember yeah. that song? Oh yeah, yeah Pac-Man man. Fever was uh, was, you know, the, all the rage. And, all those
0: kids out there today, they missed out, man.
1: Oh, for sure. <laughs> All the quarters I put into that freaking game, man. And uh, shortly thereafter, they got sued. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Munchkin, I think, got taken off the shelves for a while, or I don't know if it was permanently or not, because of its similarities to Pac-Man. But uh, yeah, Console Living Room, uh, you might want to check it out if you remember some of these uh, games from back in the day and uh, if you're not familiar with them you'll probably look at them and go this, this stuff is horrible how do people play this? Well it was cool in the day mm-hmm. <laughs> the graphics were amazing <laughs> in, in comparison so uh, maybe 20-30 years from now they'll have you know, Call of Duty or something in whatever the equivalent is of a browser then and people look at it and go this is horrible it doesn't even look realistic it looks cartoony but yeah, Internet Archive, console living room, check it out. Cool. Back to you.
0: Alrighty. So if you've heard of uh, Itagaki uh, Tomonobu Itagaki, he used to be the head at Team Ninja, makers of Dead or Alive uh, franchise. Uh, he is now part of Valhalla Games, and they're going to launch Devil's Third sometime. Um, in 2014. So they said it's around 80% complete right now and it's going to be out uh in 2014. Uh this this game is a third-person shooter with melee combat elements set during a modern-day world war. So it's his it's Itagaki's first game since his controversial exit from Tecmo back in 2008. So so this game uh looked pretty interesting when I've seen it uh in the past. It, I think they showed this, was it the last E3 we saw, uh, some video trailer of it, I believe. Uh, it looked pretty interesting, like a lot of action. So this is something I'm kind of curious to see what it's all about when it, when it hits. But we should see that game sometime in 2014. That's this year. That is. Doesn't
1: seem that far away since 2014 is <laughs>
0: this year. <laughs> it's like right now.
1: Yeah, that's right. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, This is kind of an interesting little story where Microsoft considered a disk-less Xbox One. And when I say disk, I mean optical. So uh, they were basically thinking of eliminating that, which would have been... I don't know if it necessarily would have been a good thing for them, at least in terms of public opinion. And Phil Spencer uh, said in an interview, obviously, after the announcement uh, and E3 there was some feedback about what people wanted to change there was a real discussion about whether we should have an optical disk drive in the Xbox one or if we could get away with a purely diskless console uh... but when you start looking at bandwidth and game size it does create issues he went on to say that uh... uh... microsoft ultimately decided on putting the blu-ray drive Uh, in the system, which, of course, is what they did since we all have them in our Xbox Ones, Uh, basically giving uh, the people an easy way to install a lot of content. Uh, From some of those original thoughts, you saw a lot of us really focusing on the digital ecosystem uh, you see on other devices, uh, thinking of and building uh, around that. Uh, when the Xbox One was first announced, Microsoft envisioned an all-digital DRM-tuned console. Uh, basically, they went through after that and uh, shortly changed their uh, their policies after uh, all of the hate from everybody. And uh, uh, Microsoft senior director of product management uh, Albert. Pandelo has said that folks basically weren't ready for an all-digital console. Uh, they may have been right, or Microsoft may have been right. Uh, what we were wrong in was that it was just too soon. People just weren't ready to make the leap right away. So that was kind of interesting, and um, I'm glad that they put it in there, but I don't know if it really matters for me just because I'm going all digital.
0: Yeah, but I think you know? it would have been a huge mistake to not yeah. allow to have a Blu-ray player or right. or to be able to watch DVDs. I, I, th- I still believe something... I agree. Because I don't have a DVD or a Blu-ray player. Well, I got my 360 still hooked up to this TV, but I took my PlayStation 3 downstairs, uh, hooked it up downstairs so that we could stream um, Amazon Prime because the Xbox I had down there did not have a... Um, Wireless card in it because it was the old one. So right now I actually have three Xboxes hooked up to my TV in my office: <laughs> my Xbox One, my 360 that I play on, and another 360 that is just used to um, stream music uh, throughout our uh, our speaker system throughout the house that we have, so that you know we can play music through the house and outside in the pool, and mm-hmm. that's what that one does. It's just essentially a, a streaming media player. <laughs> but it's not, I wouldn't say streaming because it doesn't have a network card in it. So I just got a bunch of music on a thumb drive. It's plugged into it. So Yeah. But uh so but it plays off of that through through the house. So But um yeah, I mean, I like that I, you know, I can now use this as a Blu-ray player and and not have to, you know, have the PlayStation up here because I don't have any more spots to plug it in anyways. Right. So it's and i've already got three consoles sitting up here i don't need a fourth one just to be blu-ray um too many people are are using disc-based media too many people still want to buy their media um we i think it would have been a, i really think it truly would have been the death of microsoft i mean can you imagine had they announced there was no drive in this thing i mean look how people freaked out as it was yeah can you, i mean can you imagine how it just I think people would have torched their headquarters. I mean, seriously. Um, it would have been bad. Just because,
1: well, people were just looking for something. There was just so much hate towards I, Microsoft. There's nothing that Microsoft basically could have done right.
0: Yeah, I mean... I, and it I, just I, would have been, yeah. I I mean, originally I wasn't planning to do all digital. Um, but, I you know, as it, as it got closer to the time drawing near, I'm just like, you know what, I kind of like that I can just click on the game and play it oh yeah then i don't have to put a disc in if if i have to install the whole thing then what's the point of putting the disc in only to prove i own it well then i might as well just go digital i mean that was the whole thing you know call it laziness or what but i don't need to have a disc on my shelf I, and it's you know i look up now all i see is all these 360 games and no xbox one but that's all right i know what i've got <laughs> yeah exactly and it'll make it when I move or, you know, something like that. I don't have to lug all this stuff around or box up all these old games. And <laughs> But I, I well, can't imagine them putting a digital-only device. It would have killed it. They would have not sold near as many as they did.
1: You know, there, there's one additional thing to going all digital, and that's that you don't have evidence on the shelf <laughs> that you got something else.
0: That's true. It's true.
1: <laughs> Everything is under the radar. I just sit here and
0: go, click
1: <laughs> no dear said, i didn't doo, buy doo, anything. Doo, doo, doo. did you see me go to the store
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. man we're horrible yes all right so why don't you go into the story you initially started to leave off with okay and i think uh, you'll see because if you notice my next one um, came out after what you were saying so these are this is kind of where it all ties in but you can read my little one there if you want to.
1: Okay. Absolutely. So uh, Major Nelson, uh, there here, was interviewed by uh, Canada.com, of all places, on uh, basically the Xbox One and Microsoft, and he talked about the future of Xbox One, and... Um, it's, it was a little bit of an interesting article, so here I will read it to you all. Uh, hardcore gamers feel abandoned uh, by the Xbox brand because Microsoft's latest black box wants to take over your living room and do more than just play games. On the other side of the spectrum, the casual gaming audience seems like it doesn't yet know what to make of the Xbox One and its wacky Kinect-enabled voice command system. With its $499 price tag, which of course is, as we've heard this over and over and over, $100 more than the PlayStation 4. Uh, It makes it even a harder sell, although it does come bundled with a Kinect. There's also the difficult task of removing uh, the the memory of all of the DRM controversy that we had uh, mid-last year. Uh, Basically, that turned many hardcore fans off on the Xbox One. Uh, Larry Herb, Major Nelson, um, feels that Xbox One's biggest strength is the ability to cater to a variety of audiences. Instead of focusing solely on the hardcore gamer, Herb feels Xbox One has the ability to be an all-in-one entertainment box casual fans can enjoy as well. He says, there's no reason why you can't have an extremely powerful game console that also does entertainment. Why, doesn't, why does it have to be an and or? We need to be able to have something that's both. When that console isn't being used for playing a game, that means perhaps the gamer wants to watch some streaming media. Why not design a system that can handle that as well and switch between the two? Uh, According to Herb, Microsoft is committed to improving the Xbox One's operating system, much like the company did over the course of the Xbox 360's life. Uh, Major features that were a big part of the 360's visual interface are mysteriously absent from the Xbox One's operating system. Pinning your favorite applications is much more difficult than it should be. Finding out how full the Xbox One's hard drive is and... Even the console's uh, live party chat system, one of the 360's best online features, is disappointingly glitchy. If you look back at the 360's launch, what it was in 2005 when it launched is completely different from what it is today. It's fascinating to see the different things that have come along things iterated. We didn't even have things like the party system or the ability to support external storage when we launched the 360. So we are absolutely committed to adding new features to Xbox One over the course of its lifespan. Uh, Kinect 2.0, either the Xbox One's greatest asset or biggest enemy, depending on the opinion of who you talk to, isn't as intuitive as it could potentially be because it's not compatible with common regular language. Instead of saying Xbox Go to Rise, users have to state Xbox Go to Rise, Son of Rome, stating the full name of the game. Also, many of the console's other voice commands are awkward and difficult to remember. While saying the correct voice command makes Kinect work 90% of the time, because of its success of uh, Apple's Siri voice navigation system, many consumers expect more of Kinect 2.0 and Xbox One. While he mostly stayed in line with the company talking points during the interview, it was interesting to hear how committed Microsoft is to improving the Xbox One, particularly Kinect voice control. Uh, Major Nelson finishes up by saying, we've taken a dramatic leap forward with integrating Kinect. Making the choice to include Kinect with every Xbox One was a bold decision. It enables certain scenarios like everyone having access to voice, gesture control, and of course games being able to count on it being there. It's part of our overall system improvement and approach as we continue moving forward and refining the technology. Oh, I guess there's a little bit more. Uh, We want to look back and look at what we've done. We want to continue to adapt the system to what gamers want. The team that works on Xbox are gamers themselves. We want to build the system that we use and that we know gamers would enjoy using. using. Uh, We're going to continue to refine the system and make it what the Xbox fans are expecting and what they want. We're listening to the feedback every single day. I've already seen some of the changes in the operating system internally with what we're building. And then uh, uh, he also inter- revealed that uh, Xbox One, One Guide's premium features that are still coming uh, to Canada, but uh, they don't have a release date. So I guess they're getting some of the features as well that they've been lacking. So, yeah. Well, this is all stuff that we kind of knew already, right? Yeah, and
0: did you mention the Xbox feedback page?
1: The fe- Oh, the other one?
0: Because there's a there was an unofficial page. Uh, it was called Xbox One Feedback, but I guess it's been changed to Player playerfeedback.net. So playerfeedback.net, and then you there's actually they're tracking Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Wii U. But uh, Major Nelson did say that Microsoft is actually looking and viewing the changes and requests that are posted here, and uh, so this they are going to look at this and consider these things that are here. So, um, you know, you can go ahead and check out there what's out there. There's um, it's broken down by different categories. Um, for example, under storage, there's five requests: one ability to see the remaining amount of hard drive space uh the amount of skydrive space available, uh, ability to use an external USB drive for storage, uh which we know that's coming. Be able to read media, music photos and videos from a USB device, and SkyDrive ability to read or play MP3 in various media files in the background. So that's just under storage. And there's a whole bunch of different things like smart glass and party chat and uh, voice commands and media play via controller blah blah blah. So go on out there if you want to see what people or what has been listed here. You can send your issues or or suggestions to the comments page um, as well right from there. So if you want to get something added, you can. Uh, The interesting Mm -hmm. thing I've noted about this is this says it's by Ryan McCaffrey. I don't know if that's the same Ryan McCaffrey from IGN. So it's not the same Twitter handle that Ryan McCaffrey uses, but that's the name listed at the bottom of the page. So I I do not know if it's the same guy.
1: It's a software developer.
0: Oh, you know what? I clicked on his thing and that's not the same guy. Yeah. It's not the same (laughs) Ryan. So... But, anyways, you can contact him if you want to have something listed that you don't see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And... This is kind of an interesting little sounding board, at least for uh, the people that have the Xbox One. And it's. I think Microsoft spends a lot of time and money looking into things, uh, doing focus groups and research and so forth. And something like this would be a good supplement to that where they can actually see in one place uh, where what people want or what people are clamoring for. And yeah. uh yeah, it'll, it'll be exciting to see if some of this actually gets done. I'm sure it will at some point. Might not be right away, but it will. All right. Back to you, my friend. Back to me. Oh my no. turn
0: already? I think it's uh you got the last one here.
1: Okay. I'll do this one as well. Uh there's uh been a, a new FX series uh, called Chosen. It's C H O Z E N. This will debut on Xbox One. Uh, it's a cartoon. It's a new animal. Oh, not a cartoon, I'm sorry. It's an animated series. Didn't mean to offend anybody. Uh, so it's a new animated series from the creators of Eastbound and Down, or Eastbound and Down and Archer. Uh, it's going to debut on Xbox One a week before it airs on FX. F- Xbox One owners who have a subscription through a participating cable provider, uh, some of which are UVerse, Comcast, Cablevision, and Wow, which is my provider here. Although, just on a, on a quick side note, one thing that I found is okay. So, I have Wow Internet. But I don't have wow cable, and that doesn't give me any of this stuff, which kind of stinks. So, when you sign up for this stuff, it also wants you to have the actual cable and internet. Well, I guess you don't really need the internet, you just need the cable portion of it. But anyway, uh, you can fire up your FX Now app on January 6th, which is on Monday, which is tomorrow, and uh, tune into this a uh, little backstory in this uh Chosen Stars a gay white rapper uh recently released from prison who uses his talents to take aim at the stereotypes of machismo and misogyny that are those are weird to say uh that are synonymous oh, what what is this like with these hard words uh with rap music uh the character also named Chosen is voiced by Bobby Moynihan of Saturday Night Live fame. There we go. Look for that tomorrow. And that is all, my friend. That's it, huh? Yeah. Now we can move on to community stuff.
0: All right. Let's do that. So we're going to drop down here. If you want to join the community or join us on Facebook, just look for this Xbox Life, all one word. you can email us, contact us at com, and follow us on Twitter. Um, uh, we did have, I got Noda, um an email or a message through um, Xbox Live this week from Nadius Maximus. He has three codes that he sent me for um, The Maw. So if you have not played The Maw um, on Xbox 360 uh, and you haven't gotten one yet from uh, McDonald's, uh, they're giving away Ma and Ms. Explosion Man. That's where these codes I think came from. Um, yep. I've got I got more of those floating around here too. <laughs> um, just send us, uh, just send me. Um, you can either send me an email, uh, send us an email, contact at com and just send us an email and say, hey, I like a Ma code, and we'll we'll just give them away to the first three people that email us. Um, I know they've been giving them away in the in the Facebook group. People have been posting all their their codes up there for people to take. So I'm not sure who who still needs one. So I think this is about the best way. But first three emails we get, we'll get a code. All right. So thanks to Nadia uh, Maximus for that. We appreciate it. So the community question this week was, what is your New Year's gaming resolution? You know, we always make new resolutions at the beginning of the year. And uh, they're probably broken by the end of January, but I wanted to know what the community's gaming resolutions were. So Rob will just take these uh, one at a time. But uh, Aaron said I'd like to work through some of my backlog on 360, and of course, add more gamer score.
1: Yep. Don writes in, same here. Need to finish and start 360 games, or I'll start to lag behind on the new gen stuff.
0: All right. Jason says, play more games with Wingman709. That's probably nice. a good one. I think that Wingman709, I've heard about him. I think he's kind of a cool guy. So.
1: Or something. Something. <laughs> yeah. Tom writes in, 100% complete four titles. I think in my six years on Xbox, I've 1K'd one game.
0: I, Rob, have you ever 1K'd a game?
1: Of course. <laughs> that one game.
0: That wasn't a 1K. (laughs) No, it was. The Doritos? No,
1: not not Doritos.
0: Oh, don't tell me you're talking about the Avatar. That doesn't count.
1: (laughs) Yes, it does. In my book, it does.
0: All right, Chris writes in, I'd really like to try and get back into Call of Duty Ghosts. I've played one team deathmatch on Xbox One and played one story mission, or maybe just get into Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag.
1: Jacob writes in, maybe buy a second Xbox original and mod it to adding games I wanted to play when the console was current. Also, to go back and grab the secret achievements for Lost Odyssey and Blue Dragon, if GTA 5 isn't released on Xbox One, then I'll go back and buy a copy for my 360.
0: Ross says, find a shooter to recreate the fun of the very first Halo.
1: Eric says, get involved in online gaming a lot more. Maybe start streaming on Twitch or making YouTube videos. Um,
0: Kareem says, playing more Battlefield 4 on Xbox One and finishing off the games I own on 360.
1: Robert writes in, I don't make resolutions ever.
0: (laughs) All right. Corey says, to play more online in general, whether it be co op or just multiplayer.
1: Don writes in again. I'd like to play online more too, too darn shy.
0: John says my New Year's gaming resolution is to try out new types of games that I normally overlook. In other, in other words, racing games and maybe sports games. Tried out Forza 5 and Need for Speed Rivals and love them. I might check out NBA 2K14 also. There's those are gen- genres I normally don't play.
1: Andrew writes in hits 100,000 gamer score. Get a second 360 and create a backyard chicken. Order game on Spark.
0: Shirley <laughs> sure. says, play less Borderlands 2 and more Battlefield 4 on Xbox One. Play more co op
1: online. Jesus writes in, mine is to play a lot more games with the community here. I have a lot of people added, but I honestly, talk to and play with about 10 to 20 people. Even then, I regularly talk to only about four. So that means there's about 240 or so people. I have no clue who they are and never played a single game with them on here. Like the other day I joined uh, was it Carbide? Yeah. I yeah. be a 4 party and two community members were in the party after Carbide left. I was like, so are you guys part of TXL or something? Just because honestly I did not know. Tragic Zero and Divine probably thought, is this guy serious? But they're people that I've never played with. In the end they were pretty cool guys to play Battlefield with.
0: Uh, William says, "I definitely like to get twenty thousand gamer score."
1: And Jason writes in, "I'm at one hundred eighty-nine thousand, and my goal is two hundred thousand gamer score this year."
0: So, Rob, uh, what's your uh, what's your gaming resolution this year?
1: I I gotta say, there's really two things. Number one is um, I, I really have a awful bad habit of just starting a game and never going back to it. There's so many games I just boot them up, I play a little bit and then boom, I'm I'm done. And I really want to go back and and start finishing more games. So hopefully Max uh, of Brotherhood was the first one that I actually it's it's the first of many that I'll actually complete. And um I just want to bump that gamer score. <laughs> it's been piddly forever. So, uh... By completing the games, that, that'll that help the second one. How about you, man? Um...
0: My resolution is to try to play more games that are outside of my norm. Um, so, I've kind of done that with Walking Dead and, and uh, The Wolf Among Us. Um... Also, got to look back. There's been a couple things I've played that were kind of out of my norm this last year. I should have looked through my collection up here. Um, but I've really enjoyed them. I kind of want to try to give like RPGs a little bit more of a... maybe take a risk and try to play something. Um, like I loved Mass Effect, um, which turned into more of an action game. But um, I'd like to try... I tried... What is it? Fallout 3? I didn't like that. Um, didn't care for Fallout 3. But... I kind of want to try to, you know, stretch it out a little bit more, try some things that maybe might might not initially interest me, and see what happens, so, you know, just to kind of expand my gaming horizons. <laughs> but I probably still won't do the sports stuff, other than racing. I do like the racing games, but that's it for me. Yeah. Alright, so that's and our New Year's resolu- gaming resolution, so let's move into what's coming out this week, Rob? What, what's new that we can play?
1: Yeah, man, there's not a whole lot out there, and I was just looking at some of the sites. It, it's really weird, where there's basically nothing coming out for at least the next month, according to these lists, but we know that there's stuff that's coming out. It just seems that these lists are all incomplete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm looking at...
0: Like, nothing shows till February?
1: Yeah. Right. Because I'm looking on GameSpot right now, and I did release date on Xbox One. And what's weird is, they show below, first release December thirty one. Super Time Force, first release December 31, Deliverance December 31 yeah. unless that's the end of the year maybe so I, I think a lot of these gaming sites gotta get their stuff together yeah, I don't see even
0: with like Gamefly they don't have the first Xbox One game is not till the 28th but then they also show Zoo Tycoon as the 31st of January, which that game's already out so that makes no sense. And like on 360, they're coming soon. Their next one is again, January 28th for Dragon Ball Z. And then we get into February, and then we're actually starting to get games in February. So I, th- yeah. I think we're just... I don't think we're going to see squat until the end of January, first of February, then it's going to start picking up again.
1: Yeah, so we got a little bit of time, and there's some decent games that came out, so we... Uh... It gives us more time to catch up on stuff and to enjoy the stuff that we have.
0: Yep. I got time to go finish those last two achievements in Dead Rising 3 before the DLC comes out. There you go. So. So, all right.
1: So, yeah, nothing really this week or for either system, Xbox. Well, actually, all three systems. There's nothing new for the original Xbox. There's nothing new for the 360, and there's nothing new for the Xbox One.
0: But if you do buy something, whether it's new or old, you can always buy it at Amazon.com. Be sure to use our affiliate link. Uh, You can do that by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon, or you can go to thisxboxlife.com and click on the Amazon banner on the right-hand side of the page. Either way, it'll take you to our affiliate page, and we will get a little tiny small bonus for you purchasing through our link, which, again, we will start to use to... Like have giveaways and buying games and uh gift cards and stuff so that you guys can uh can use so uh.
1: Yeah and they've had some fantastic sales lately on Amazon like forty dollar uh full release title games for the Xbox One and some headsets. Yep. Uh really cool.
0: So uh yeah don't forget to support us that way. Uh doesn't bring your cost up at all. So and yep. um I guess that's it Rob. Did you that's have all, anything else?
1: No, sir. Uh, that then is guess,
0: all. Rate us uh, five stars on iTunes, please, if you listen to us through there. And other than that, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709. I'm taking
1: off. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening and watching, everybody. We'll catch you all next week.